This is the Australian Surrogacy Podcast. My name is Sarah Jefford. I'm a surrogate and a surrogacy lawyer. In this week's episode, I spoke with my husband, Troy. You may think it's a bit strange for me to be interviewing my husband about surrogacy, but during the process, I often got questions about what Troy thought about me being a surrogate. And I know other surrogates often field those sorts of questions. So I thought it might be interesting to hear from a partner themselves to talk about what their experiences of being the partner of a surrogate felt like and what they thought about the whole process. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Troy. Hi, my name is Troy. I'm a partner of a surrogate, Sarah. We live in Melbourne with our two boys, Archie and Raf. Um, so as a surrogate, what I often hear about from people is questions about what my partner thinks about me being a surrogate. Well, it wasn't something that was out of the blue because you had donated your eggs before. We had been through IVF, uh, and so it, I guess, even though it was new to name that, you wanted to be a surrogate, it was within the field of contemplation, I guess. What was it like for me? Mm. Um, well, um, at the time, it was something that I was cautious about, because it wasn't just you and I that I had to think about. I had to think about our boys. Um, as much as I wanted to give back to the world the way that you wanted to, I um, also had to think, I also had to prioritise our boys. Um, what were your concerns in terms of what could go wrong and how that might impact on our family? Having gone through two pregnancies, I guess I was conscious that um, pregnancies don't always go that well. I didn't want this to be too much of a burden on us and I didn't want it to be too much of a burden on the boys. So the first hurdle I had to overcome in my own mind before, I'm reluctant to say agreed to it because you never sought my permission. Before I, um, before I was on board was to make sure that you were already thinking about who the intended parents could be that weren't going to be people who weren't going to be involved or weren't going to help to pick up that slack. Do you remember uh, what your thought process was about the sort of parents we might look for when we were choosing intended parents? Well, you and I had already talked a little bit about surrogacy couples and so we were already aware that I guess you could say that some intended parents could fall into the transactional type of category. I was conscious that because we were doing this for somebody else, I didn't want to have that transactional type of intended parent. I wanted people who would, who we could call on. I didn't want to resent the pregnancy. I, I didn't want to resent the intended parents. I, I, I wanted people who would be able to help out when we needed it. And we were just lucky that we found it. So we went through the Victorian process with getting counselling and legal advice. What was your experience of that process? Well, you drive a lot of it and basically you just told me where and when I needed to be and what I needed to do. There was a risk there that you could have started resenting the process, I guess, that you were not doing it for oh, your benefit. Abs- was... Absolutely, absolutely. The, the, the psych assessment, those, all those questions what you had to answer... The counselling, the many hours of counselling that we did, this is something that we agreed to. 
this is something that we wanted to do. I just saw it as, well, okay, so this is just a, a juggling act. This is the things that we, you have to do when you have to go to medical appointments. Um, and that's the way that I viewed the PRP process. I, I didn't like the concept of asking the state for permission to get pregnant. I've never liked that. I, 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 ne- I didn't even like it when we went through IVF with Archie. I, I hated the fact that I had to get a police certificate to say that I was permitted to, to conceive children mm. because there's just... And I just thought it was just so unfair mm. that somebody would have to ask somebody else for permission. Um, so after we went through PRP process and we tried for a pregnancy through the clinic we eventually turned to traditional surrogacy now obviously that's not using any of your genetic material how did you feel about that i don't have any ownership over your body i never have i've never i i strongly believe in bodily autonomy so i needed you to recognize that this decision that we were making together would have that impact um but i have no right to say to you, you can't give up your genetic material, you you can't offer that to other people. All I can ask you to do is to say, is to ask you to consider what the impact, what the consequences Mm. of those decisions are, and you did. We we spent many months, many nights on this couch talking Mm. about what the consequences of going through surrogacy would be like on our family, on on our boys, and talking about well what are the ways in which we can manage mitigate control those sorts of things so i guess i i I never really had a problem with you giving your genetic material away to other people what was it like seeing me pregnant with a baby that you knew wasn't ours that we were creating together did you have any resentment during the pregnancy because we weren't getting a baby at the end Um, none none whatsoever i was just i just loved seeing you pregnant that the glow that women get in pregnancy is just glorious to look at and to see my wife pregnant and enjoying the pregnancy and knowing that this was going to be helping somebody else start their own family is just was just amazing it was just nice it was a privilege to be a part of that um i I didn't i I felt no resentment whatsoever did mike and nate meet your expectations as intended parents during the pregnancy yes definitely they they were always available they always made it clear and communicated to us communication was really important to me i didn't realize that at the beginning but through certainly the later stages of the pregnancy communication was really really important and them coming over every couple of weeks for a sunday night dinner and occasionally taking the boys out for a play date and giving us a bit of respite that that was really important um and you know we, we were just quite honest and open about talking about those sorts of things so they they certainly did i don't know that we would have had the same experience with other intended parents um so i, I do feel very lucky and blessed that we did have mike and nate to share this experience with i i, I don't but yeah that they they definitely met all of our expectations i do feel at times that it was very much about us during the pregnancy that you know we asserted ourselves because we had talked so much about it beforehand and we had done the thinking and we are quite assertive independent people but I guess there there were times maybe on reflection now where I think maybe we were focused a lot on ourselves and uh, on our experience and less so on on theirs Mm. Um, and maybe that's one way in which if we were to do it again we, we could we could talk about that with the boys beforehand and 
trying to have a bit more of a balance because I, I do feel that on reflection that maybe we were a little bit too where we were quite um, focused on our own needs and less so on theirs. I think there is a, a tension there where there is so much focus on the surrogate and in some ways she she has the power to dictate how things are going to go and the intended parents are just on the receiving end and they either do what she wants or they, they risk her <coughs> wrath and that goes for her. And there were times where I was a bit uncomfortable with that. Intended parents who don't have children and a surrogate and her partner who do have children and needing to find the balance because they don't necessarily know what it's like raising small children and the surrogate and her partner do and have their their own routines that they live by. I have to say though that they they helped out in so many ways you know that they did so much of the bedtime routine when they were around that was just huge for me um you know we, we didn't immediately offer to be surrogates to them um you know they we we, we I guess dated them. We we got to know them first, and um, you know the boys just gelled so quickly with Mike and Nate, and I saw so quickly as well how um, engaged they were in being parents and natural they were in their parenting ways without being parents. Um, that that sort of gave me a lot of um, comfort. If we go to the point where uh, Darcy was born, was that any different to what you expected about what that would be like? No, because I, I'd already thought about it so much. Darcy was always intended for Mike and Nate. One of the things you and I experienced in the weeks after Darcy was born was that, and we talked about this, that we felt like a bit of a circus act. Mm-hmm. What was it like being the partner of the woman that had given birth and handed over the baby? Initially, I was on a bit of a high. That you know, the couple of years that journey that we'd gone through was at an end and here was the result and relief as well that it had all gone so well. I have to say that that was a, a an underlying fear for me that we had only touched on briefly in the counselling that you know that there could be medical issues with you or that so it's on a bit of a high to begin with and I was I guess a bit oblivious when I talked to those in our inner circle I um, I wasn't guarded at all, but then I guess through you and your connection with other people outside of our inner circle, I started to feel that people who had either known about it or not known about it, there just seemed to be some projecting of people people's own opinions going on. Um, I could see that it was having an effect on you, but it was also having an effect on me. There were a couple of times when um, somebody, or I'd hear that somebody had said that, something was amazing and then there would be something afterwards that would make me feel well actually maybe they're not so much on board but also I was also very conscious of the fact that a number of people in our inner circle were aware that we had gone through surrogacy were involved and at the end um, it wasn't the same as announcing our own birth you know, there's a sort of script that you always follow. That you know, people say, "Oh, congratulations, Troy! Isn't he gorgeous?" You know, yada yada, all all that sort of stuff. But I quickly realised that if I was to announce the birth of Darcy, that I was actually putting people in a very uncomfortable situation because how do they respond? Do they say congratulations? Um, so I, I guess I, I I was conscious of 
not putting people in that situation. But at the same time, I had people who, uh, you know, uh, when we caught up with them, and yeah. said, yeah, you know, Sarah's had the baby, uh, she's gorgeous, she's Darcy, it's the birth story. What would you say to the partner of a woman who's considering surrogacy? It's hard for me to give advice to other men about how to treat a surrogacy situation. I guess if I was to give any advice, I would say do some research yourself. If your partner who's a surrogate has not done a depth of research then definitely do some research yourself on the process. Um, that was something that I trusted you largely on, but there were parts of it that I was like, oh, so we're going to do this again, or we're going to do this now. And you know, so there were pre-pregnancy situations where you would tell me that we would have to do this counselling or we would have to do that or whatever. And there were times when I went, when I have to be honest and, and I, you know, my first thought was, oh, shit, really? Again? Um, so partners of surrogates really need to be aware that it's not something that you can just go, yep, right, right, let's, let's just get on with it, Let, let's do it, and it's over and done with. You're involved in that process um, uh, very intrinsically all the way through. You've got to do, this, you've got to do the counselling, you've got to do the psychiatric report, uh, you know, you've... If you're going through traditional surrogacy, you've got to resolve any issues that you may have with that. My only other question is, because as a surrogate, we often get people asking, how are you going emotionally? I was going to ask you, how am I going emotionally? You're going fine. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a champion at this. You know, you, you, well, we, we, look, I, I don't want to paint... Um, a rosy picture or anything we have had our ups and downs um, you know pregnancy does that regardless of whether it's your babies or not um, and post birth you know there were a whole bunch of hormones that I could see going through your body but I, I knew that having gone through two pregnancies and having two births before that um, that this is what I could expect and um, we were very well supported in having a really good doula um, who had, you know, we engaged to be not just to help us with the birth, but post-birth, uh, postpartum support. Um, so I guess, how are you going? You, you've, you've done, you know, we're, what, eight weeks now? Um, you know, you, you've done, I'm impressed, you, you, you're amazing it would be a good way of putting it but you know in the nice sense that I am amazed with how you have recovered isn't the right word but you know how you have come out at the end of this emotionally physically psychologically everything is just um, you know you, you you have done really well we have done really well as a family unit um, to have come out of this not so much unscathed I never thought that we would be um, harmed by this process but to have come out the end of this normal to be not affected by not just the experience of giving of carrying a baby that you then gave away to somebody else 
I mean, that was always intended, so we had already resolved that in our own minds, but to have um, come out the other end, I guess, largely unscathed with relationships with family, friends and so forth, um, to come out of this, uh, our boys are not affected by this. They have a very well-adjusted view of who Darcy is, who Mike and Nate is, are, and you know what their role is in our lives. Um, there are so many ways in which a surrogacy situation can affect people adversely emotionally. Um, that, to tell you the truth, to be honest, I, I hadn't really given a whole deal of thought of before we got into this. It's something that you can only experience. Um, w w would we do it again? Yes. For Mike and Nate, absolutely. I I'm more than happy for us to do this again for Mike and Nate. So that was my partner Troy talking about his experiences of being the partner of a surrogate going through the entire process, including handing over the baby at the end. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram and at sarahjefford.com.